If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. He said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to talk glamour to you. We have ranked bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to Not Game, All Personal. Hey. We're a Survivor podcast here to talk about all things Survivor, more specifically, the events of this week's episode. I'm Nathan, here with Tony and Monica. Tony's already laughing at me. Tony, what's up? What You got something to say? No, I thought of something that I definitely can't talk about on the podcast, but I'm doing well. How, how are you doing, Monica? What does that even mean? It is not related to Survivor at all. It was just you said something that reminded me of a song. That we will not talk about on this podcast. Monica, how are you? Well, besides that, I've been doing really well. Thanks for asking. Besides Good. that, implying that she's not doing well because of what Tony said. Yeah, it is what it is. Alright, well, stay tuned for the After Dark episode where Tony talks about whatever song he's thinking of. Do we do those? The After Dark episode. We should start. If you join our... <laughs> patreon that doesn't exist will release special edition episodes that no one else can hear only on the website Mmm, i like that give some incentive visit our website speaking of that yeah visit knocking all i'm just kidding i'm not going into a ad here you don't need to go to the website <laughs> all right let's on the website of interest <laughs> let's talk about survivor that's why we're all here let's <laughs> all right again spoilers up top so i'm just gonna say it right now we all just watched Kim get voted out. Woof. Wow. Monica, initial reactions from tonight's episode. How are you feeling after watching this happen? I am actually a little sad. I, okay, so initially, obviously her name got brought up, but I thought for sure some, like Denise was going to give up her immunity idol and give it to Kim. I mm. just had a feeling... I didn't know how it was going to go. A little disappointed because Kim was really on to Tony. Because, you know, I think Kim plays a really good game, but she was just stepping on some toes. So, really sad she left, but I guess we'll see if she comes back. We shall see. Tony, initial reaction? That was another humdinger of an episode, am I right? Uh, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, I was really excited to use the word humdinger. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was pumped. Obviously, Jeremy's the one that I want to win the most based on who's left, so I was very excited to see him make it. Also, this episode had a lot of just one line or, like, little moments that were really funny. I think this might have been the funniest episode that we've seen, just in, like, little things that happen. Which, of course, we'll talk about as we go, because I'm not going to let us go without talking about them. Um, but I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen. I think it's one of the first times we... I'm really confident that the vote actually changed at Tribal, and that's pretty rare. So it was very exciting to watch. Yeah, I have... I agree completely. On my second watch, I was watching because I had that thought, and I'm also very confident the vote changed at Tribal. I watched uh, through a couple times, and I have points. Like, this happened, yep, which yep. caused this to happen, which caused this to happen, which caused Kim uh, I can't wait to get into it. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be good. Another another teaser for Tribal, and this is all I'm going to say because we're going to talk about it later. I also loved that they had captions for the whispers 
I felt yeah. like I was following what was happening at Tribal, which mm-hmm. was I don't I don't know if that's a first, but I don't remember it at least not this season. I don't remember if any recent seasons ever since the whispering has become more popular to do at Tribal Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean I thought this episode was great. Yeah, uh, funny moments too. I was struggling because I, you know, we do our favorite moment, and I typically go with the funny moment. I don't know; those are just usually kind of like my favorites. And I was struggling, like, what am I going to choose from this episode? Because there was a lot to take from. And yeah, overall, I thought this episode showed us a lot of details as far as who's working with who. We got to see a lot more insight of specific players' motivations, which I thought was fantastic. And something that was lacking um, earlier on, especially after after the merge. And so, yeah, this episode really showed us a lot. And so I cannot wait to talk about it. Uh, I am sad to see Kim gone. But, like we, I mean, at least Tony and I kind of said last week. And, like, <laughs> she wasn't really doing a whole lot this season. And I think the, <laughs> the more that I admit that to myself, the less I'm upset about it. Because... Mm-hmm. Again, I think there are things she could have done to stay. There's things she could have done all season. And I still... I don't think this takes away... I don't think any any player getting voted off this season doesn't take away their success on a previous season. No. So I don't think that makes her, you know... Except for player. Sandra. It proves oh. she didn't deserve two wins, but... That's a joke, sure. everyone. Okay. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> uh, but no, nevertheless, I mean, Kim's a phenomenal player. So it, it, it's always... It's, it's weird to see a legend voted off. Um, but yeah, we move on and going into the final seven. Crazy. So let's get into it. I'm all in. Where do you want to start, Tony? Let's start on edge because it's so separate from everything that happens in the actual episode. So, uh, on edge, they get a challenge similar similar to the log challenge that we saw earlier where they have to go get coconuts. Um, only six of them get it, which I thought was exciting. Uh, and then the people that get it is Natalie, in this order, Natalie, Sophie, Yule, Tyson, and Parv finish together, and then Wendell with Danny right behind. Um, yeah, so that's basically all that happened. The notable things that I noticed is Rob. I feel like they really pushed, like, oh, Rob's really trying here. Um, he hurt his elbow, which made it so he couldn't finish. I feel like he was just tired and couldn't keep up with people younger than him. But they made it seem like he hurt his elbow, so he couldn't fin- like yeah, couldn't keep I, up. The elbow doesn't really have to do much with your stamina or your legs, right? To my understanding. Yeah, I get, I can understand how it slowed you down, but like, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, it was. It's a what do you scrape. think, Monica? It's a boo boo. Think your elbow affects that? Uh, I don't think the elbow <laughs> affects that. I played basketball, and man, I've landed on my elbow, and I've gotten back up and started running up and down the court. So. Yeah, Rob, if Monica can do it, why can't you? Heck, <laughs> I mean, Rob? Rob is like 20, 30 years older than me. So. Yeah, Rob, you're old. Oh, no, I'm not saying you're Rob, Rob. That's what she I'm said. I'm not saying you're old. She said it, Rob. We all heard it. He's like my dad. He's like my dad's age. You, Rob's your dad? That's and you didn't helpful. tell us? Oh, my gosh. All right, let's keep this thing going. What else did you see in there, Monica, that you thought was interesting? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. We didn't really get much of Ethan, which I'm kind of disappointed in that challenge. Well, yeah. Did you did you think he'd be top six? As soon as they said top six, in my mind, I was like, Danny, Amber, Ethan. Like I was going through. I was like, Yep, that it, it's obvious who is like actually competing for this. 
So you you were disappointed that Ethan didn't get more airtime? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was all on Rob. So it's fine. It's because Rob's more interesting. But, yeah, I guess. Not more interesting. I don't feel good about that statement. Ethan's great. I'm sorry. I, I felt bad about that. Go, Monica. No, I do have to say, like, Natalie is really killing this challenge. Mm-hmm. Every challenge she gets, it's crazy to see her stamina and her endurance and her strength and living off of, like, a bowl of rice. I don't think she has any advantages with, like, food-wise, does she? Uh, they, they split peanut butter a couple episodes. Her and Parvati and a couple others. That's right. But still, like, it's crazy how she was just running up and down with those coconuts. So, yeah, it was really cool seeing Natalie just, like, vacuuming up and just doing everything she can just to just show how good, like, strength-wise she has. I don't know. She definitely has the most fire tokens, too, on Edge, right? Like, it, it well, maybe her and I forgot. I lost count. But Yeah, I haven't been paying attention. Because her, yeah, I I don't feel like it matters because they're going to buy an advantage and probably an idol. Like, that's... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, for sure. But, like, yeah, because her and Poverty split the tokens last week from Tony, so they probably each got three, and then she got those on this episode. Uh, so, yeah, she's definitely rolling in it. Here's a question I got for both of you. And maybe it's just because I'm, like, not competitive at all. But, like, I don't really see the point of, like, Rob finishing. I don't get it. Like, I understand, like, oh, finish Rob. But, like, am I the only one that's, like, what are you doing? Like, you're wasting your time. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Can someone explain to me, like, the significance? Because I'm just like, this is stupid. You're just, like, doing it for no reason. You want to take it, Monica, or do you want me to take it? Uh, I just have a small thing to say about that before I Go for like, it. forget about it. But I was thinking about it, too, and I honestly feel like it was, like, a little filler. Because, obviously, Amber's there, Rob's there. And I think it was, like, the soft moment of, like, finish strong, Rob, you know. I don't know. Like, they just needed a reason to, like, highlight their relationship? Yeah, I guess. I didn't really see any point in it either, but it was kind of pointless to me. Well, like, I I didn't see a point of it putting in the episode, but also I didn't even see a point of him doing it. I don't know. And again, I, that's because I'm just not a competitive person. Yeah, it's definitely a pride thing, and I don't, I don't think it's like a negative pride thing. It's like a, I, I know I'm strong enough to do this. I know I'm strong enough to still be in this game, and like even though I didn't finish in the top six, it, six, it's so important to me to like finish and to show myself I can still do this, and that there's a reason that I'm still out here. Because honestly, going out as early as he did, after he's has, like a, the beginnings of a Mount Rushmore erected for him. You know what I mean, like having that huge statue and like, oh, I have to live up to this. And then going out so early, he's probably like, man, I need to prove that like I can still fight and I'm still strong enough to handle this. And I think it was more proving something to himself or maybe proving stuff to other people. I guess. And I, I mean, I don't, you know, if like, if that works for him, that's fine. I just, I don't feel like that at all. To me, it's the equivalent of like, if I got voted off a of survivor and I just kept playing the game of survivor just to prove I could do it. Like, Oh, I know I just got voted off, but I'm going to continue to live outside on a beach and not eat just to prove I can. Like, uh, again, it's probably a bad take, and I'm probably in the minority of feeling like this, but... <laughs> just You're probably in the majority, <laughs> but it's fine. Alright, anything else on Edge? That's all I got. <laughs> 
Uh, one thing that I thought was really funny is when Adam was behind Wendell and then Wendell jumped that gap. And he's like, how he's like, how the hell did you just do that? Did you really just do that? And they like slowly climbs down. He's like, how did you do that? <laughs> like to himself, not even to anyone. He's just so floored that Wendell made that jump. And I thought it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, Adam, that's that, just watching that's Adam react to other people is very amusing because I feel like he's such like the combination of a fanboy, but also someone that's like, how are you out here? Because I like, he's just so out of shape and you would think like he's the prob. I think he's like the youngest person there. Like he'd be able to keep up, but he's just like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Then going back to, uh, camp life and we'll just do all of the camp life up until, uh, the immunity challenge. Cause there's so much there. Um, in the show is obviously divided by edge, but that doesn't matter. So they come back from tribal. Everybody's pissed at Tony. Um, then Tony tells Ben and Sarah about the, oh man, I wrote so many notes. I need to figure out what is actually worth talking about. (laughs) So everybody's mad at Tony, especially Sarah and Ben. Um, Tony tells both of them about his idol to try to gain their trust back. Um, the spy nest was useless. I wanted to make sure that I talked about that. It was, did absolutely nothing for him, which was satisfying. Um, Jeremy is trying to reconnect with people, specifically Ben, and Ben is like, heck no. Um, and then the big thing is Kim is targeting Tony and gets everyone in on it, except for, I think, Sarah and Jeremy. I think she had five of them ready to go. Um, then it shows Edge, then we go back to camp. And at camp, Nick's chilling, uh, and they set up a trio, Denise, Nick, and Michelle, which doesn't last very long, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, and then everybody does some idol hunting because that's something that they need to do. Ben finds it, tries to hide it from Tony. Not well enough, which was also amusing. Um, and then we go into immunity. So, wow, that was quick. Yeah, so that's everything that happened. Um, yeah, what well, kind of stood out to you guys in that? Yeah, where do you want to go? Let's start maybe with the... the um, What's the word I'm looking for? The reaction to Tribal Council. Because I think yep. like there's a lot that came with that because like you said they get back ben and sarah rightfully so just not having it um and rightfully so okay well they have the right to be upset their reaction okay you're right yes i their reaction was a little much i think okay i actually really like the relationship between sarah and tony and I kind of love seeing it progress in this episode because it starts off with Sarah just giving it to him and he's just, like, taking it. And he's surprised, but then they're, like, just chill about it. And like you said about the spiness, then she's, like, helping him climb a tree and stuff. So it's just kind of like mm-hmm. she just kind of had to get it off. Ben, on the other hand, I don't – dude, what's his deal? I don't know what's going on. Like, just – I think I know – I think I know – I think I got him down. I think I understand Ben. Is it is it time Where, to talk about why you understand Ben now, or does it need to wait? Because <laughs> let's wait a little bit. There's okay. a better time for it. Yeah, like because him just giving Jeremy the silent treatment, I just I don't understand what Jeremy did to deserve this, other than just staying in the game. It's like Jeremy left Tribal Council with his advantage. Jeremy found a way to get on the majority and blindside Ben. Ben doesn't work with Jeremy, so then therefore Ben's just like. Jeremy's bad. I'm not talking to him. I don't know. It's just, like, annoying. So, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. I'll give him right now. All right. 
Ben, for some reason this season, just picks a new person every time that he just hates and cannot stand and wants to get out more than anything. It started out this season with Rob. Um, he hated Rob, wanted to get Rob out. He got Rob out, and then his sights turned to Adam because Adam was the only guy left in that group. And for some reason, it's only been guys. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's what it's been so far. So then he hates Adam, and he can't stand Adam. But Adam is trying to work with him because really they're in a similar place, and they should have a reason to work together. He finally gets Adam out, and then he decides to turn his targets to Jeremy. And Jeremy's the biggest threat, and he hates Jeremy and needs to get rid of Jeremy. And Jeremy talked about it today in the episode where he was, or yesterday in the episode, where he didn't understand because him and Ben were on the same side at one point and they were like working together and now Ben just hates him and like Jeremy said is honestly acting like a child so for some reason he just like picks someone and he has to focus on that person that person it's just them they're the only person who is the, his threat to win because he's ignoring Tony he was ignoring Kim he's ignoring Sarah he's ignoring these people because he's focused this one person can beat me and I don't understand why but he just he focuses on one person and can't get over it to even consider another strategy. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think you've explained why he does it, but I feel like that doesn't ex- like yes, but I, I still don't. I don't what get he why. Does, not why he does it. Yes, yes, yeah. that's it. Like why? Because I still don't understand why Jeremy out of everyone. I don't know. Whatever. Not important. Um, but yeah, that was the fallout. Um, Monica, what are your thoughts on Tony coming back from Tribal Council, dealing with Ben and Sarah, that whole situation? Yeah, I think, obviously, we know Sarah's personality and the way she reacted. I wasn't surprised by that, too, because she just freaks out when everything just gets turned around. And I think the way she lashed out at Tony, I have a feeling that, obviously, some of the people on the other, like, on the tribe heard her yelling at Tony. Oh, they, they absolutely did, yeah. Oh, obviously. You could see, I think it was Kim. We saw a shot of Kim or Denise kind of like hearing what was happening. So I just thought that gave an end to that. But yeah, I think the way Sarah reacted was typical and normal to me. But I'm kind of glad that she lashed out on him, not going to lie. <laughs> now, now that you say that, Monica, it makes me think because Sarah, as much as I don't like her, she's a good player. And she's not somebody who would like flip out like this. And not be in control. Like, I feel like she's usually pretty in control. She gets frustrated and angry, but I've never seen her lash out like this that I can remember. Especially with how, like, buddy-buddy she is with him the next day. Part of me wonders if it was intentional or if it was, like, trying to make everybody else think that they're on the outs. Ooh. It doesn't show that? No, it didn't really show that. I felt like it was really, like, in the moment for her, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what it felt like, but she's oh, she seems like she's always been really good. Or have you seen any of her past seasons, Monica? No, except the one that she was in with Tony the first time. Okay, which she was out pretty quick, Cog and I don't think. Yeah. Or first boot after the murder. Tony stabbed yeah. her in the back. He did. Yeah. yeah. No, I. She I, got way too power hungry. What What I noticed about Sarah, uh, and I I want to talk about this more because I think she had an answer in Tribal Council that really hit this theory in my mind home but i think a lot of this is just tony wearing her down to the point where she's just kind of like 
Because you get to the, again, again, we'll, we'll talk more when trial, but like when you get to this point, it's almost feels like she's just so worn out and she's so tired of this game. And she's just kind of like, because like I said last week, or maybe two weeks ago, I don't remember. Um, but her and Tony play very different games. His is chaotic. He likes to stir things up. He likes when people don't know what's happening. Like that's how he plays. When she won, it was a very just orderly game. She had her alliance. There was this pecking order. Everything just kind of went according to plan. And she just kind of made her way to the end with the people that she wanted to go to the end with. And so for her and Tony to pair up, it makes sense because of their relationship. But it also doesn't make sense just because they're two very different game players. And so now that she has to play Tony's game, it feels like she's just kind of like almost doesn't want to do it. Or not that she doesn't want to do it, but, like, she's just, like, kind of, like, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm giving up trying to do this my way. I'm just going to follow you because I clearly you're going to do whatever you want. Um, there was also another – there was a scene last week. Uh, this was a bonus well, – I don't know what they call it. A secret, secret scene. scene. Yeah, online. I don't know if either of you saw it, but it was Sarah talking with Kim. Um, and there's nothing really relevant about this to the – to the game um, of this season, it was more so they were just having like this personal talk about like the struggles of winning and how like they both had people on their jury that were still upset with them because of what they did, and then just like the and Sarah like broke down uh, to Kim, and it was like a really emotional scene. And again, like nothing strategically, they were just like you know talking, uh, but you saw this side of Sarah where she is like struggling. Um, which I never saw before, especially in her season that she won, because she always seems like this strong person that has it together. But, like, she does have these emotions that I think gets downplayed in the edit. And so to see Tony, like, kind of string her along, I think it is wearing on her. So to me, it almost makes sense how she just broke down in that moment, just went off on him. Yeah, I mean, like, Tony took out, like, her, like, partner in crime, Sophie. So... It's like, he ruined the whole game for her. Yeah, and that, but also, like, her friend, Sophie, too. I mean, like, that's, you know, it's like, if that's someone that she's connecting with, and then all of a sudden, like, your supposed ride or die here takes her out, it's like, what is going on, so. And I think that's even beyond her. Um, I think, I mean, everybody has said this game is faster than any, like, than the game that they've played before. Like, this... This season is different, and it is constantly playing. And people have said that in the past, but I don't think it's ever been to this level how how deep the strategy goes and how deep the relationships go. So, I mean, I see that in Sarah. Like, yeah, definitely. She's getting worn down and just isn't... Maybe she isn't at her best game, and maybe that really was her blowing up. That's absolutely possible. But I also think, like, we saw that in Denise this episode, which we'll get into later on once yeah, we get to Tribal. Yeah. But, like, I think there's some people who just aren't... I don't want to say aren't cut out because that feels rude, but like they, you're just they not don't, They prepared. don't want to play the game this way. They don't. Yeah. And so it's just wearing on them and it's difficult because like if you won just a very calculated and like this is how it's going to happen game and then you're forced to play this kind of game and you're not ready for it, like what do you do? Yeah. And Kim might even be like that a little bit because she was always in control and so like maybe that's why she just couldn't pull things together because she would like know what's happening but she didn't know how to keep up and really get things under control. I have thoughts on Kim, and kind of like along those lines, and I think I'm going to wait till after Tribal. Okay. Because I have theories of why her game didn't work. Um, real quick, I want to hit the spy, the spy tree? Spy nest. Spy nest. 
I don't think that was real. I don't. You said it was irrelevant and it didn't work. I <laughs> I really think the producers just stuck him up in a tree and said, hey, let's do this segment. I really do. It's possible. That's all I have to say about it. If they did, that's frustrating. Um, so Kim really rallies the troops against Tony here, which, like I said, she knows what she needs to do. And she gets the people to do it. It's just everything falls apart once we do it. Once we go to the immunity challenge, but she has everybody ready to go, and everybody's ready to throw down. And I thought it was pretty, like it was seemed pretty easy. It had that little montage of like her talking to Michelle and her talking to like she talked to everybody, and everybody was down, and they were all talking at one point. Um, and it did show me like how strong her game is, and I have no, I one hundred percent believe if Jeremy or if Tony had lost this immunity, he was going. Oh, like, really? I think, think that was so? just, I think so. Cause everybody seems so solid. I mean, unless Ben turned on Tony again, but I, I don't it, know if he, or turn, uh, yeah, didn't turn on Tony, turned on Kim and talked to Tony. Sorry. I think this is going to be a major what if for survivor history because spoiler alert, Tony wins immunity, which we'll get to, <laughs> but we already mentioned it. If, if he doesn't like there's no way to know and like yes it's very true like he could have gone home and we haven't seen him vulnerable in a long time so like are people actually working with him or are they just he's got you know like i mean who knows but i i do wonder like if yes because ben is the loudest mouth there and he can't keep a secret at all and I just want to point out that, like, when Ben, the amount of times that Ben brought up to Adam how Adam was snitching to Boston Rob, Ben is doing the same thing to Tony. So, like, what the heck? Why were you yeah. mad at Adam for snitching? Okay. But <laughs> I my, my thought with Kim is I do wonder if she tried to rally the troops a little too early here because it was mm. before immunity. And I think there are times where you want to do that just because you want to show, like, hey, I do want to work with you regardless of who wins immunity. So there are times where that's important, but in this case, I think it might have been a mistake. And I also wonder if she should have been more careful to who she was rallying, because clearly Ben was a mistake. But, like, what made her think that she had Ben on her side? Because you can see for the past few weeks where people were aligned and where they were voting. So in my mind, like, you should just rally the people that aren't with tony so like clearly not sarah which she didn't talk to sarah about it or did she no no sarah wasn't part of it right okay so it was just sarah and tony the only people she didn't talk to jeremy wasn't part of that conversation either oh that's right which is odd too i think she knew he was the backup so she didn't want him to be involved in that because otherwise he'd be asking afterwards yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like a I I respect her going for it, but it just felt like this is this is going to come back to bite you because you're kind of just putting yourself out there. The problem is she's playing with she's playing like she's playing with logical people. Well, that too. Like there's yeah. there's something where it's like I'm in the season I'm watching right now, it's like, "Oh, I want to keep this person around." Because I know that they think logically, and that way I can predict exactly what they're going to do. And so I think she's assuming she's playing with logical people. So she like talks to Ben like, hey, we need to get Tony out. Because they clearly need to get Tony out. He's clearly playing the best game. But no, Ben, for some reason, feels like he needs to stay with Tony, even though he's going to get obliterated. 
he might lose 16-0 to Tony at Final Tribal. There's a very good chance that he would. Like, I'm 90% sure he would. So, yeah. it's just... He, that she, I feel like she thinks she's playing with logical players, and she's not. She's playing with people who are just going to follow. Yeah. Which is unfortunate for a season of all winners. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, I... Ev- yeah, because everything she says makes sense. Yeah. It's just, for whatever reason... Well, yeah. And again, it's hard to tell because... Maybe maybe they would have done the logical thing if he didn't win immunity. Right now, we don't know. Yeah, because he didn't tell him until after immunity. Ben didn't. So maybe after immunity, he was like, oh, this is an opportunity to stick with him. Yeah. And be on the right side of things. He did he try thought... to hide the idol from him. <laughs> yeah, that was awful want, should we talk about that done. was that next up <laughs> yeah yeah we're getting right into that yep let's get into that uh so they find the idol well they're all looking for the idol and then ben oh my gosh he was honestly he wasn't doing a poor job but tony was looking directly at them at him because they were talking and so and then he was like oh it's, it's fine that was a that twice in this episode tony just caught someone blatantly trying to hide something or lie some lie to him and it's it was great both times because like what are you doing like don't lie to me don't hide that from me I just told you I had one that's awful oh it was brutal yeah I think Tony gave the like just the right amount of um of blow up on Ben there as far as yeah. like his reaction because like mm-hmm. <laughs> part of me was like oh go harder on this like yeah go yeah. in on him he's trying but like I think he played it good. Ben didn't, re- but yeah, that was just like, and again, I don't know because it could very well be that Ben, that's just his reaction. Like his default is just to gra- grab an idol and hide it. Cause you even see like when players find them and they're by themselves, they do the same thing. Like they just yeah. find it and then put it away. They don't want to, you know, so that could just be his default. So I don't know, but like, I also think like this could be his actual motive, like did he did he want to get away with Tony not seeing this? I, I yeah. don't know. I feel like either way, I feel like Ben would have said something to Tony. You know, I, I I honestly think he would say something. I would agree with you based on this season, but knowing his original, which to be fair, on his original season, he was alone the entire time. Um, but I I feel like he would have kept it to himself. He's he's usually pretty secretive about things like that. Uh, well, even Tony this... last week, Tony didn't tell Sarah about the idol until yeah. this. So until like, he had to win her over. E- even within an alliance, you- you're not always likely to tell your alliance about an idol. I think this is the beginning of Ben went idling his way to the end. I I do want to point out uh, there was a secret scene for this week already that was posted, uh, and it was Ben idol hunting like in the middle of the night. So similar to what Tony did last week, he got up okay. by himself. And so he was looking for idols more so than just this. Because this scene, he kind of just, it looked like he stumbled upon it. Like, oh, I happened to stick my hand in there. It is. But he yep. was hunting a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he's definitely aware. He's definitely trying now. Um, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, it, he, and even, it even showed in this episode, like, how he was, um, or no, not in this. It, this was part of the secret scene, too. It showed a flashback of him helping Denise find an idol, you know. So, like, he's been helping people find idols all season. 
Um, and so this scene kind of like was like, oh, he's going to try to find his own now. Um, so I really hope this isn't the start of that. I'm surprised, too, that no one had mentioned that isn't there another idol out here since no one found one at the last or no one mentioned that they found one at the last tribal council, the one that Tony found? Oh, yeah. Unless, yeah. Are you saying, like, people are still looking for the one that Tony found? Maybe. Or is there a third one? No, I, I think it's looking for the one that Tony found. Because according... Okay. Because the only people that knew about it were Tony and Nick. And now Sarah knows and Ben knows. But, yeah, it is... I, I like to think that it's just they're not showing us it. Because I don't want to believe that these people are just that dumb to not look for idols why would you show them idol hunting unless they found it yeah and i mean there's so much time where they're not doing anything do you think they're looking for idols on edge i don't know yeah they just found that i want they must be what Um, else do you do on edge yeah yeah do you guys think that the alliance of Denise, Nick, and Michelle matters at all? Oh, it's so hard to tell. I I am so curious with Nick's game. And that's something I want to talk about more when we get to Tribal in the second half of mm-hmm. After the Mini Challenge. Because I have no idea where he's at. I think he's the one person where I'm still not certain where he lies. Because in his confessionals, he'll talk about certain things you see him have a relationship with almost everyone in some way not Mm -hmm. i mean there's some people he's close like jeremy not really but like he voted with him last week uh he he didn't he's friendly with everyone at the very least yes and so his position is very interesting and i think i think a lot of it is due to him being the most recent winner and so he does have this edge of, like, this is how the game is played now. So, like, he's fully aware of what's happening. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's sincere about this. Because the way that this scene was set up, it was more so Denise and Michelle were kind of there. And he was the third one to kind of jump in and be like, yeah, I'll do this. And so it it wasn't his suggestion. So that leads me to believe that he's not as sincere about it. Um but I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's still loyal with Tony. I don't know if he's just a big question mark for Nick for me. Yeah. I, I mean, it said right before that it had uh, everybody fighting and he was just chilling. And he was said something like, oh, well, everybody else is fighting. This is my opportunity to figure out what I'm going to do and where I'm going to strike. Which he didn't actually do anything, but he's also getting an edit like he's about to like make final three, I feel like. Yeah. So not that that's going to be my hot take or anything. Wasn't that already my hot take two weeks ago? Uh, probably. I think it was. Something, something you do. Yeah. I've been Should saying I it. I, yeah. T- my hot take from week one, people. What, Tony gonna win? I know. Monica, we talked about that last week, all right? We don't have to bring it up. Wanted to bring it up again for the little... No one likes a sore winner. <laughs> and then Tony's hot take was Michelle was make, gonna make final three, which I, I also think is very possible at this point. Um, my hot take last week was spot on. Uh, so the immunity challenge. What was your hot take last week? <laughs> Tony gets voted out. Oh my <laughs> the immunity challenge. Um, two immunity uh, necklaces. 
which was surprising that they did that so late, first of yeah. all. Um, and then the only other really big thing is the Temptations that got three people off and crowned winners immediately. It was it was a very interesting challenge that I feel like we actually have a decent amount to talk about. So, uh, where should we start, Nathan? Let's well, let's start talking about that two winners. That's two out of eight people. What is that? Twenty five percent. Yeah, that's a lot for this late in the yeah. game. And I don't know if it was just because it was, like, four guys for four, four girls, so it, like, made sense, but that's all, like, it, it felt like there was no one to compete with because, like, mm-hmm. one person drops and it's like, oh, okay, now I'm just competing against three people. And so, yeah, I don't know, it was weird. The other thing that was weird about this challenge is how Jeff emphasized that we're, we have modified this challenge so much so it doesn't take a long time. And I feel like that's been Survivor, like, that explains Survivor challenges in the past 10-plus seasons, is that, like, they're not a fan of those challenges that last a long time. I don't know if it's just Jeff is getting sick of it, but, like, when was the last time we saw a challenge that, like, lasted, you know, more than two hours? Actually, no, David vs. Goliath. How long was that? That was, like, four hours, When they right? were... The one where Christian what? and Alec? Oh, that one was, like... Five hours. All right, never mind. Maybe I'm Almost wrong. Almost five or six hours. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong about this theory. That was one of my favorite challenges I've ever seen on Survivor. <laughs> Monica, right, but my, my point two. was that like, oh yeah, go oh, ahead. Okay, it was down to two guys after like an hour, and then one of them was like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever have a captive like Jeff's attention this captive ever again. So he just talked for four hours. <laughs> yes. And told him stories and like. Christian was one of my favorites. Oh, he was so good. I would love to see in like an uncut episode, like just four hours straight of him. That entire time of him talking, talking about like just anything. And the other guy was like, "Come on, man, shut up!" Oh my gosh. And he did win, by the way. He did. He did yeah. win by talking. He won the competition. He didn't win the game. Yes. Otherwise, he'd be sad. on this season, which would be insane. <laughs> that was Wait, the season let's talk about one. this challenge yes talk about this challenge okay but my point was like it felt like they're just really trying hard to make this not last long because just like let's see how this long and then i felt it was like weird that they brought out the temptation of the food but they only brought out one and then everyone dropped and the challenge was over like did they have other food they were going to bring out like if, if you're trying to cut back and make this a short challenge, you shouldn't have temptation because you already know this. Sh- like, temptation is supposed to be for like a long endurance challenge to kind of like tempt. Like, you're not going to tempt someone after five minutes of being up there. Like, I think the challenge lasted like 15, 20 minutes. That's not enough time to like bring out three different things of food. So it was mm-hmm. just like the weirdest. Like, why are you bringing food out now if you already want people to drop early? Hmm. I was surprised that, like, Kim dropped out so early with that. I literally thought if she wanted Tony out, she's going to stick it to her guns and stay as much as she can just to get him out. Well, with the two two immunity necklaces, even if she won, he still could. So it was like... Yeah. I think that was the strategy. What about Nick? Yeah, Nick Nick was falling anyways. Like, uh, you could see it. Tony saw it. Like Tony said it later on, he's like, "Oh, Nick was falling. Like Nick didn't." Yeah, yeah, Nick Nick didn't do that because it was me. (laughs) 
right. Yeah, he saw the food, he was falling, and he got a free fire token out of him just losing the competition. Who says no? Um, question. Is the rule that you have to eat the... Like, typically in previous immunity challenges, it's... Yeah. Here's this food, you get to eat this until the challenge is done. Was that the case here? I think he let him eat because the challenge ended so quickly so they didn't get food. They wouldn't have gotten food if that... Which would have been funny, but he for sure just let them eat. Yeah. This isn't the same survivor. This survivor doesn't have the punishments that regular... Edge does, but I I actually have a screenshot that I was going to show you guys. Can I share my screen? Yeah, you can share your screen. How do I do that? Not to the whole podcast that's listening, but we'll explain it. (laughs) I can just explain it, I guess, because I'm not sure. Oh, is that it? Share screen. Let's go. All right, hey, what is Tony showing us? Oh, it's making me do other stuff. I have to get permission. Whatever. It's I can tell everybody when it is in the episode, actually. At okay. 6.51 in the episode. Like, in past seasons, everybody talks about how, like, oh, I've had maybe three spoonfuls of rice. Tony has, like, a huge coconut full of rice that he, like, scoops out. A t- I feel like they're just letting them do. I feel like it's not as punishing. I feel like they have food that they can eat all the time they don't have to really suffer as much i feel like they're making it kind of easy on these guys i mean like, i was they surprised let how much. Uh, they let the whole edge of extinction see their family so yeah Which, <laughs> there's that i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it, i think it's worth noting no. like maybe making this challenge shorter was like oh we'll get this done early so that they don't have to suffer because like this like you've said it before nathan this season's a celebration of these players it's not so much i think you said yeah that. I did. No, I said I said that's what they're going for. They want this to be like uh, like look at what Survivor has accomplished in the past 20 years. Look at some of the best players. They're not looking for like the most strategic cutthroat game necessarily. So I'm I'm glad that game is happening now. Like I'm I'm very satisfied with the strategy that's going on. Um but it's it's not due to production. And it's not due to the edit because we are getting a lot of Rob and Amber, who are at this point irrelevant to the current game, you know? Um, Ooh, just wait till next season. It's going to be brutal. Next season? Next season's going to be bad. They're going to have, like, a quarter cup of rice. I'm worried about next season, which is a separate I'm... conversation, but, like, how do you... They're never going to top this. This is, like, Avengers Endgame. Like, is Marvel ever going to come back, like, with another build up and hype i like i don't know if it's possible that's the thing they'd have to do another 20 movies just like in survivor they'd have to do another at least 20 seasons to get there yeah to like have the pool to put together a better season than this ah pool because they're on a beach get it so Water? after the immunity challenge we saw denise and tony win um so kim michelle and nick all bailed for the temptation which stunk Anything else on the challenge we wanted to hit? A contender for my favorite moment of the week was when Tony won, and then he asked Jeff if he could have food. Because <laughs> Jeff, can I eat? And then <laughs> he had like, Denise no. come unhook him. So yep, he yep. He, Denise, can you come help me? I don't want to get wet. That back-to-back two hilarious lines where I'm just like, "What are you doing? No, you can't yeah. have food. Why don't you want to get wet?" I mean, realistically, if he fell in the period, he should technically be able to get food, but he should also have to get wet. Um, Yeah, Tony was killing it this episode, I'm not going to lie. 
So then we go back to camp. We'll just hit all of the camp time, and then we'll go into tribal, and that'll be its own separate thing. So obviously Tony is not an option. He won immunity. Um, so immediately the plan switches to Jeremy, which I think we all expected. So Ben tells Tony that the plan was to get Tony, and that Kim was the one that was leading the charge. Tony talks to Nick and confronts him, and Nick is like, no, no one was saying your name, and then lies horribly. That was just one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Um, so then Tony changes it to Kim because Kim was targeting him, uh, and he tries to convince Ben. He even offers a fire token to make it happen. Sarah seems like she's down when he talks to her, um, and he obviously talks to Jeremy, so then that's the kind of the thing is that they're thinking about going for that. Then Jeremy also gets the 50-50 advantage from Michelle. Um, and he tells Tony about the 50-50. I think Tony's the only person that knows about the 50-50, obviously, other than Michelle. Um, and that's about all that happens. So going into Tribal, uh, Tony is trying to target T Kim with uh, Ben and Kim. Or no, not Kim. Ben, Sarah, and Jeremy, and then a fifth that I don't think they ever talk about Nick, but it ends up being Nick. And then everybody else, the other group, is supposed to be going for Jeremy. Monica. Boom. Boom. What do you think of the gameplay here? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> uh, I honestly feel like with Jeremy... I'm not a huge fan of Jeremy. What season was he on? Uh, I'm not saying... I'm not, I'm sorry. 29 and 31. One. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I still have yet to see his season. But I honestly feel like I'm not seeing with Jeremy. I just want to talk about him for a second. I feel like I'm not really seeing much of his gameplay. Except we saw it like earlier on. But I feel like he's slowly dimming out and is like hanging on by a thread these last couple episodes. So, and we all know that, and he knows that, too. I'm surprised that, I think last week, wasn't he on the verge of getting voted out, too? He's been on the verge for three weeks in a row now. Three weeks in a row? Because two weeks ago, he walked out of tribal when he would have been the vote. Last week, uh, the only reason he didn't go home was because Tony pulled him and Michelle in. To blindside Sophie, and then yeah, this week as well. So yeah. So I just want to point that out that I feel like we're just seeing Jeremy hang by a thread. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. I kind of like that though. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but <laughs> I yeah I I think it's unfortunate because no one's really giving him a chance to play a game where mm -hmm. he's just the easy vote every week. And whether or not you go for the easy... I, I feel like he's Adam, but at least Adam tried to strategize. Not, not... I don't mean that. I don't mean that Jeremy's not trying, but, like, Adam at least was, like... Able to... Yeah. Get something where, going. Because Ben's not talking to Jeremy, but no one else is really either. Like, mm -hmm. Kim and Denise kind of just gave up on him. They're yeah. just like... Okay, I guess it's Jeremy. We can't get Tony, so we might as well go for a number that could be used by us. And I really wonder if there's something that happened between Jeremy, Kim, and Denise. Because the reason that they're not all voting together makes no sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so obvious that Tony and Sarah are tight. They're the only ones left in this game that have, like, 
played a season together. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> so it, the, there's no hiding that. Ben has voted with them every single week. But yet, you're not going to target Sarah or Ben? Like, Tony wins immunity. Oh, we can't vote for Tony. Why wouldn't you vote for Sarah then? Why wouldn't you put the target there? So, like, I, I think there's more to this Jeremy, Kim, Denise. Because nobody is talking to Jeremy except for Tony. So, obviously, Jeremy's... Yes, and Michelle. Uh, and Michelle... But Michelle's talk is more like she's on the bottom and she can't do anything. Like, she does what she can. Um, and but I, she's I like she's playing a smart game for herself, which I think he respects and understands. Yes, uh huh. Like, hey, I I I can't do anything. If something happens, yes, I'll vote with you. But like right now, like this is the best I can do for you. Um, so clearly, Jeremy's gonna do whatever Tony says. One thing that I've been thinking about, and I was talking to uh, some people about today at work. Um, do you think? It's more impressive that Jeremy has stayed the past three weeks. Even if it's been because somebody else has helped him the past three weeks. But the fact that he has been the clear target the past three weeks and has somehow survived. Or do you think it's more impressive what Tony has done when he has never even once like actually been in danger of of getting voted out? You know what I mean? Like, what Tony is yeah. doing is impressive socially and strategically, but he is, like, he's been safe. Like, there's nothing that can get him out the past few weeks. There's so, there's yeah, no risk. Like, any every exactly. flashy move he does, these relationships, we mm-hmm. don't know if they're sincere because they, they have to be. Like, Ben mm-hmm. has to do what Tony said, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, spoiler alert, I still think Tony's playing clearly the best game. But I think it's worth having the conversation because you see season after season as it's more impressive to be the person who is clearly in power and never seems to be in danger. Or is it more impressive to be the person who's constantly in danger, but still people feel the need to pull you in and ha- like make sure you survive and go after other people? Yeah, that's a good argument. And I think these next couple weeks are definitely going to reveal more mm-hmm. because I think... For me, like, if Jeremy were to get to the end right now, I would need to see at least something by him. Because right now, it feels as if... Like, I'm very impressed how he's still in this, and I don't want to discredit him, but it feels as if it's because of Tony. Like, Tony is the reason for the past two weeks, at least. Like, yes, Jeremy had that immunity, or not the immunity, but, like, the Leap Tribal Council. But for the past two weeks, he stayed because of Tony. So I need to see Jeremy do something... That isn't because of Tony. And I also need to see Tony do something that isn't because of his immunity. And that's going to determine. Now, if both of them get to the end, and Jeremy gets to the end just because of Tony, and Tony gets to the end just because of immunity wins, I don't know. We'll have that discussion then, and uh, like mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. But I don't think that's possible. I think one of them is going to have to distance themselves in some way from what they've been doing. Um, that'd be crazy if Tony won out. I don't think it's possible, but I, I would feel that's impressive. And co- but challenge wins don't seem to matter in Survivor as much as other games. In Big Brother, like people will be like, "I won this many HOHs, I won this many vetoes." But in Survivor, no one in their final speech is like, "Oh, I won this many challenges." Nobody cares about challenges. Yeah, typically it's good to win like a couple. I think because yeah, there is you have the... to win enough. Yeah. but you, like the more you win, doesn't matter. 
No, I mean, like, look at Denise. Her season that she won, she went to every tribal council. Her, you know, she was terrible at... I mean, her immunity challenge was different because she still has to go to tribal, even if she won immunity. But, like, I guess, so I guess that's not really relevant. But, no, you're right. What about Ozzy? Ozzy almost won his way to the end, but he... Oh, in two yeah. different seasons. Um, but one of them was head-to-head matchups against people who weren't very good. Anyways, I think... I thought of this while you were talking, Nathan. Um, I think it was literally just the fact that Jeremy left Tribal, and that's the reason that Kim and Denise aren't on board with him anymore. Like they're still holding that kind I of? I think so, because he was clearly the person that they were voting for, and they, that was confirmed when they had to re-get like get together and decide who they were voting for. And they were probably they probably went into that Tribal being like, oh, they're targeting Jeremy, so let's play the idol for Jeremy. So if he had stayed, I think the numbers would have been on their side and they would have been picking off that side slowly now. But the fact that they didn't, I think they I think they partially blame Jeremy for ruining their game. Uh, like yeah, that's the, that's the most logical so. thing to me. It's just, it feels like, I, I like to think that they would play smarter than that to, mm-hmm. to understand. Because... Uh, like we said, when he did walk out of Tribal Council, in some ways that helped their chances because now it's a pretty much one in three chance because, again, they, mm-hmm. they were never going to vote for Michelle in that situation. It was always either Kim, Denise, and Tyson. So, like, your idol play or your predict, like, who you're going to play, like, your percentage is better in your favor. You know, like, if Jeremy stays, that's not a guarantee that they have the numbers going into the next week. It could still be a five versus five. So, like,. I, I would like to think that at least Kim, I don't know, I'm not a fan of Denise, I'm just going to say it, but at least Kim would be smart enough to be like, this isn't logical. Like, I should not be upset with him because of this. But maybe you're right. It's possible. I thought for sure Denise was going to play another big move and give her, I know I mentioned no, this earlier, no, but give no. her. I, Kim, I just had a feeling, though. Denise is a one-trick pony. All right? You think so? Yes. She can win immunity, and she can vote out, which I'm just going to say it right now. Her voting out Sandra was the wrong move, in hindsight. She had the chance to get rid of Jeremy, who she's been trying to vote out, and Tony. She could have voted out Tony that episode. She voted out Sandra, who gave her an idol and wanted to work with Denise. Sandra would have been on her side. Tony's not on her side. So if Denise loses, again, Denise could win the game, so this could be a bad take. But if Denise loses due to Tony, it's because she voted for Sandra and not Tony. That's, could that's Denise my win opinion. the game? I don't think so, but if she loses, it's going to come back to that move. Like, her biggest move yeah. in the game was voting out someone that wanted to work with her and keeping in her, keeping in Tony who is leading this charge against her and putting her in the minority. She kept she had the chance to get rid of him and she didn't. Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's my new fresh take on the Sandra vote in case I But hindsight was... is 2020. There's no way she could have ever like expected that. She thought that those four were tight. No, all I'm not I'm saying, saying she's playing well now. I'm saying I can I feel like you can't judge that move based on Sure. All so I'm many, saying so is that her into it. All I'm saying is that her biggest move in the game that everyone is talking about wasn't that big of a move. That's all. It was a very flashy move. It's a flashy move, and that's all she's got. I enjoyed the move. Anyways. 
Uh, <laughs> what else happened? So we just covered Jeremy, a lot about Jeremy, which I'm sure we'll get into stuff about him a little bit more. Um, so what you guys, uh, one thing that I wanted to make sure we touched on, when Tony confronted Nick, Ben is like Tony's little, I don't want to say little dog, but like he does whatever Tony wants, and it's insane how much he just follows Tony. Which we everything. thought we thought that was Nick last week when Nick yeah. was just like, "Yeah, Tony." <laughs> now it's Ben. Last week, I f- it felt strategic why he was just like, "Yeah, let's do it." It didn't feel like he was just doing whatever Tony wanted. It's like, "Oh yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it." But this week, yeah, it just coming over and then Nick trying to be like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just trying to remember," and it was like, "Man, either come clean." Or be like, oh yeah, it was tossed around when I was there. Like we've like we tossed around a couple names. Like it was just pretty much everyone that wasn't there. We mentioned Jeremy, we mentioned you, we mentioned Sarah, and then the five of us were just kind of talking. Like try to cover it. Don't just go. Ah, oh, I'm trying to remember who we were targeting before that immunity challenge. Yeah, I don't. I I thought about that too, but I was like, I don't know what I would have said either. Especially like because, like, yeah, Tony, man, like, it was Tony happening. Just got like, him. You're playing a good game. Like it is what it is. Like I still want to work with you, but I won't beat you. So I was nervous. Like I would just be honest, and if that means that he's sending me out next, it is what it is. But I'm not going to try to BS my way through it. He knew, or or at least maybe, like, oh yeah, I was there, but I was just listening. I wasn't like, I'm just. She was. She wanted to talk to all of us and. Ben was there too. He just got to you first. Cause, like, I'm trying to think in a world where he could turn this on Ben. Because I think that's possible. Being like, hey, look at Ben is, Ben was the one talking to Kim too. Just because Ben told you first, doesn't mean that Ben wasn't working against you before you won immunity. Like, I think he could have gone down that route. Mm-hmm. Like Tony, look at this. The only reason he told you is because you won immunity. Before this, he was gonna vote you out. I don't know. Hey, I we're all gonna vote you out. It is what it is. Yeah. Should we just get into tribal? I think so. I think that's... Yeah, let's do it. Ooh, one thing, one more thing there. When Tony and Jeremy are talking and Tony has his back and you see Kim walking and seeing Jeremy like, shh, and then they just like make something up. It's I love when those moments happen because it's so interesting to see how people interact when somebody walks in on them talking about something and like what they yeah. come up with as they like cover. And it was good. They did well. So we go into tribal. Uh, Jeremy has the 50-50, and he's going to play it if he feels like he needs it. Tony obviously has the idol that he's considering playing for Sarah if he feels like she needs it or she feels like she needs it. Um, one, The first thing that I wanted to note d- for, during tribal, well, I'll just cover what happened in tribal, and then I'll just come back to this because uh, it was at the very beginning. So Tony leans over and starts whispering to Jeremy, checks with him, and then from there, everybody starts getting paranoid, and Kim gets paranoid, and then everybody's up, everybody's whispering. Um, it seems like everybody's checking and trying to figure out where everybody's at without giving up where they're at. It was very interesting and, like, a lot of lies and a lot of deception, which is always entertaining. It's always also fun having the uh, jury, like, having their comments filtered in there, too. Um, so they keep talking and talking, and then finally they're done. The last thing that happens is when Jeremy taps on Denise's shoulder and she just is like, no, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I was like, oh, all right. And that was the point that I was talking about earlier where it feels like she's not like, she can't do this. She can't do this for much longer. I don't think she's up to this level. 
Um, so then they all go vote. Tony almost plays for Sarah, but she's like, no, don't play it for me. I think we're good. Jeremy almost plays the 50-50, decides not to. Kim gets voted out with a 5-3 to three vote. Uh, five votes for Jeremy, or three votes for Jeremy, Sarah, Michelle, and Denise, and then everybody else for Kim. Um, Wait, you said Sarah, Michelle, and Denise? You mean Kim? Kim. Yeah. I wrote Kim, Sarah Michelle, and Denise. Kim, Kim wouldn't oh, have voted. Oh, I wrote. Herself. I read the wrong line. Kim goes gives her token to Sarah, Michelle, and Denise. The votes oh, towards yes. Jeremy were Kim, Michelle, and Denise. That's all it was. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. It's a lively tribal. I wanted to mention, Kim agrees with me that all it takes is one day and everything changes. I thought of you the second she said that. Same. I was like, man, that's my theory. That's what it is. You need to survive. And sometimes that's not the case. Jeremy is obviously walking proof of that, but he was also the backup. Like, things change on a dime in this game. Yeah. Um, But other than that, Monica, what do you want? You went really low and then really, really long. All right. I respect it. Monica, what stood out to you in this tribal? Yeah, I think immediately when Kim got up and went over to Jeremy, because I didn't know where she was going. She got up and went over to Jeremy and asked him, I don't know what specifically she asked, but I think I was very surprised that she went to him when she knew she was going to vote for him. So... I think immediately that kind of stood out to me. I don't know about you guys, but yes, I, that stood out to me. I think Sarah just sitting there, not really in the gossip, or I don't know what you want to call it, drama. She can't take it. She just sat there with her legs crossed. And yeah, I think Ben, too, he made me laugh, too. And I know this is fast forwarding to when Kim got voted out, but when Tony like, leaned over to him and, like, patted his leg. Ben wanted nothing to do with Tony in that moment. Those are the three things that stood out to me. So I don't know about you guys. I just want to say, it was funny that I was like, what stood out to you? And you're like, when Kim stood up, and I thought you were making a joke, and I was like, that's a good joke. (laughs) What stood stood out out to you? And she just stood out. Oh, I didn't get my own joke. I'm bad at jokes. (laughs) You're fine. Nathan, what about you? Oh, I don't know where to start. I feel like if I start, I'm just going to get going into it. But <laughs> I'll hit a couple a couple should key we, points then. Should we do oh, our no. theories first? Or do you want to do like the little miscellaneous stuff first? I'll do the little miscellaneous stuff that I don't really have a lot to go back and forth on. Cool. And then we'll get into theories and discuss. Um, same, yes, with Kim talking to Jeremy, I'm like, why are you doing this now? You could have done this for the past three days. Like, mm-hmm. now you're wanting to work with him i don't know whatever denise not a fan like again you got to keep up like and the 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 best part is that she's on the wrong side of the vote here again so it's just like and i think jeremy was gonna tell her what the vote is yes like he's trying to like help you and you're just like no i'm done i've had enough of you you're going home tonight and i love his comment just like you know that's only good for tonight right (laughs) i wrote it down you know you're just safe tonight and then, uh, who was it? I think Rob repeated it later on, too? Or yep, someone yep. on the Virginia No, no, no. Because well, Jeremy said, are you sure about that? And then that's what Rob said. Rob oh, said, yeah. later, are you sure about that? <laughs> and then showed Denise looking at him, like, angry and, like, shut up over there. I know. And it's just like, yeah, Denise, you're, I don't know. But also with Sarah, just having, like. I mean, Tony. 
Did Maka just, like, cut in halfway? She froze for a minute. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're good. You guys froze for a minute. Oh, well, if you froze for both of us and we froze for both of you, that's definitely your end then, right? Because we didn't yeah, freeze yeah. for each other. Yeah. I'm keeping this all in. I don't feel like cutting <laughs> anything tonight. This is just... This is just going to sound sloppy. I don't care. Uh, but also with Sarah, she had a comment where she was talking about the Edge of Extinction and how she was like, yeah, everyone wants to be in this game, but for us in this game, we just want to turn it off. And I think that kind of goes back to my point I said earlier where I think Tony's just wearing her down to the point mm-hmm. where she's just like, she's not interested in the whispers. She's not interested in the scrambling. She's just like, I'm done. Tony, here's my game. I'll do whatever you want. That's how I feel like Sarah is right now. And I think with Ben too, because I do think the vote changed. And I, I hopefully we're talking about the same change. Like, I, like, I don't know. It's good. Maybe we're on the wrong page and that'll be interesting. But, but like with Ben too, where you like, he tat like Tony's like, yeah. And Ben's like, no, like it feels like Tony has just worn them down because the whispering started with Tony. It started with Tony going to Jeremy and saying, Hey, who are you voting for? And so I very much think that this whole vote change that we're, we're speculating started because Tony was trying to just scare everyone. He was trying to cause chaos, and he knew that he had to do this at Tribal because he started this whole thing, and now like everyone's just worn out and just doing what he wants. So I thought it was very fascinating. And again, I love the subtitles for The mm-hmm. Whispering. I don't mind the whispering if I can see what's happening. That's all I want. I want to be able yeah. to follow what happened, and I think I did. I think there should be, like, a limitation. Like, you can't get up, and you have to, like, stay in your seat and figure it out. Or there's, like, you can't go outside of this area. Uh, like, so moving good. over to... Yeah. Like, that. I honestly don't think that was, that was hey, frustrating. Hey, why don't, the, why don't the five of us just go back to camp, we'll talk about it, and come back in an hour. Sound good, Jeff? Is that cool, Jeff? All right, okay, cool. Sophie. Um... So, the what I really had, th- what I think happened. Let's get into it. Yeah, so, get into it. So, it starts off, as we said, Tony checks with Jeremy and is like, hey, who are you voting for? What are we doing? Now, I'll come back to that in a little bit. So then, right from there, uh, Tony, after that, the first thing that we see outside of those two talking is Tony leans over to Ben and tells Ben, tell Nick to vote for Kim. Yep. And that's what makes me think that there's no chance that Kim was the vote going into tribal. Why would he have to tell Nick to vote for Kim unless he had, hadn't told unless that hadn't been decided before? So at that point, I think Kim heard her name, got up and got paranoid and started went over to Jeremy and asked like what's happening, what's going on. And that goes back to like Kim has 90% of it down, she just can never like close it. She can never figure out how to make it work in her favor, but she has all the information she needs. She knew she was in trouble. Mhm. Um so Kim gets paranoid um, pretty vague whispers. It was just like a little bit here and there. Um, <clears throat> who does that say? I think Jeremy told someone that Sarah, I think, oh, Kim, it says Kim. How does that say Kim? Yeah, it says Kim. <laughs> so I think Jeremy was like, who do you think we should go for? And Kim was like, let's go for Sarah. So I think at that point they were going to start turning the target towards Sarah. And then Jeremy told Tony about that. Tony told Ben, and then that's when that's what shifted Ben and Sarah is hearing that Sarah's name was out there. Because otherwise they wouldn't have been worried about playing the idol for Sarah. So I think, I don't know if it was planned to make it work this way, but I think at some point 
or just Tony made it up. But at some point, Tony was like, let's make it look like it's going after Sarah because then Sarah will want to play defense and will definitely vote for Kim if she thinks Kim is going after her. So I think that was yeah. the manipulation. It was definitely Tony and possibly Jeremy in on it as well. But Tony was definitely manipulating to make sure that they felt threatened and felt like they needed to go after Kim. Yeah, I think that's, yep, I'm on the same page. I think that's 100% what happened. Because going into it, there was a moment where Nick and Sarah were talking, and they were whispering, and then one of them said, like, you still voting for Jeremy? Yeah, I'm still voting for Jeremy. And the two of them were on the same page of voting. And so they, like, there's no reason that they would lie to each other there. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, they thought they were voting for Jeremy. And so I do think that Tony somehow manipulated the situation because the only reason that they wouldn't vote for Jeremy is if they thought that there was this uprising that they were going to try to blindside Sarah. And so mm -hmm. that's what switched Ben's vote. That's what switched Sarah's vote, which if, if that's how, how if that's actually how it went down, genius on Tony because you saw him earlier talk to Ben about like, Hey, can I? He, he said, like, can I give you a fire token to hear me out on Kim? He didn't even say vote for him. He's like, here, I'll give you a fire token if you if you hear my case for Kim. And but they were like, no, 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 not Kim, not Kim, not Kim. And so I do think he waited till tribal to make this all happen. Wow. Do you think Jeremy was in on it? That's my question. <clears throat> I think we're confident Tony did all of it. Do you think Jeremy was part of it? Because they were whispering back and forth. Jeremy, I feel like they had, like, I feel like they worked together. I feel like Jeremy, because Kim came to Jeremy and was like, who should we vote for? And I'm wondering if at that point, that's when she said, oh, Sarah, which I don't know if she did, but just her going over to Jeremy made it seem like Sarah was a possibility. So I feel like that was a necessary part to make it believable for Sarah and Ben that it was switching to Sarah. So part of me wonders if he was also in it and they planned it from the entire time. Because, like, even at the end when they were both, like, they both knew that each other had advantages. They both knew that, I think, they weren't going to play it and that they were good to go. Like, they were both considering it. And it was, at the, the entire time, it felt like those two knew things that everybody else didn't and they were in control. It could have just been Tony, but it felt like it was also Jeremy involved. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I fully believe that Jeremy was in on the whole chaos thing. But I think going into it, Jeremy knew that he was voting for Kim based off of what Tony said. Because right now we see Jeremy's only in with this vote and these people that he voted with is through Tony. He's not talking to Ben. He's not talking to Sarah. And so I think going into Tribal Council, Tony probably said, hey, we're going we're gonna to vote for Kim. Use this coin if you have to, but like I'm going to try my best to turn the votes. Because it looked as if, like, because at, at first going to the tribal, Tony's plan was, like, I want you to vote for Kim. I'm going to vote for Kim. The votes are coming for you, so you better use that coin. Like, he, at one point, he kind of pretty much says that. And so I think going into it, he was just kind of started off with Jeremy clarifying, like, hey, like, who are you voting for? And then I think somewhere in there, Jeremy realized that Tony was going to try to flip the vote. And I don't know if – I think it's possible that Jeremy did pick it up with Kim coming to talk to him. And then Jeremy says to Tony, like, hey, this is how you can convince – like, I think that's possible. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I agree. I think Jeremy definitely was in on something. And also I think what was so great about after the vote when these advantages were almost played 
was the read that each one of them had. Because if you can, I, I, I noticed this and it was so great. Tony looks at Sarah and she goes, hey, Sarah. He almost says like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this for Sarah. And Sarah looks at Kim and looks at Kim's reaction and Kim flinched. She had a smirk on her face and I am so confident that she messed that up. And she would have gone home anyways. But Sarah saw that and then she goes, no, don't play it for me after mm-hmm. seeing Kim's reaction. And that was just such a good read. He doesn't play it. Jeremy, same thing. Tony's just like, no, 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 don't play it. Did you vote for who I told you to vote for? Jeremy's like, yep, then don't play it. And it was just like the most brilliant, like, I don't know. I was I was so impressed by those reads. Yeah. Oh. It was so good, man. I, I enjoyed that tribal a lot. And like seeing both of them, they're playing out. They're playing great. In my humble opinion. Who, Tony and Jeremy? Yeah. At least they did... They did there. I think that Jeremy is playing a better game at Tribal than he is overall. I think the jury views him better than he is. Because everything that... like, I don't think they love the fact that he left, but I think they respected it. I think, from their perspective... He's not at the bottom because, like, he's getting votes every time, but he's not getting voted out. Like, we can clearly see that he's not in control, but they can't. So I think they view him as better than he actually is. Yeah, I would agree Just with based that. on tribal. Yeah. Uh, question then, because I think this vote really comes down to... Well, Okay, again, my biggest question of this season, Nick. At what point does he flip his vote to Kim from Jeremy? And does this vote reflect his supposed final three with Michelle and Denise? Because it felt as if this episode was like a reunion for Nick and Michelle, right? We're just like, what happened to them? We don't know. At one point, like, he described them working together, like, they were the last duo of, you know, after Wendell was voted out, they were blindsided, now they're on the bottom. But yet, when, at the end, Michelle looks to Nick and Sarah, Sarah was kind of sitting there, but she looks at Nick and says, who are you voting for? He's like, I'm still voting for Jeremy, and he clearly doesn't. So he lies to her right there in Tribal. So, like, is he just not working with her at all? And it feels weird that, like, (laughs) Michelle gave jeremy her advantage she's like feeling like this whole like moral dilemma like i can't vote for him but i need to save my game and here he's getting saved and like no one bothers to tell like michelle like oh hey by the way you don't have to vote for you know one of your closest allies in this game and so like poor michelle for being blindsided but like why are why is nick and jeremy doing that i don't know if you have any insight on that but like that nick and michelle dynamic was kind of confusing to me I think you see so much more in the Nick, like, see so much more of a Nick and Michelle duo than anyone. At least I don't see it. I haven't seen it for weeks, so I think it's not as strong as kind of you perceive it as. Well, maybe not a duo, but, like, he did mention a final three with Denise and Michelle. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of that going on. Maybe he knew that it wasn't those two, so he was fine with it. And that's so he didn't feel like he needed to tell her because he knew that they had the numbers, or maybe they're 
Maybe they're going undercover, like you said, that they're going to come back together and dominate the world. Well, um, I, I lost hope in that theory. That's a fan fiction that good. I don't I'm glad anymore. you should get over that one. Uh, I think Jeremy. I don't know why. I feel like Jeremy was about to tell Denise to vote for Kim, which makes me think that he was going to go over and tell Michelle to vote for Kim. But she shut it down and was like, oh, no, I'm done with all of this. That was. That just felt way too like, what the heck? Calm down, Denise. Like, just because you're not yeah. in control doesn't mean you got to flip out. Like, cool it a little bit. Yeesh. It felt, felt very, like, almost entitled, too. Like, yeah. This guy's on the bottom going home, and you're just like, screw you. I'm voting for you. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Like, at least listen to him. Like, poor guy's going home tonight, according to you, in your mind. And if he is going home, yeah, that's really going to help your jury management. Like, they saw you do that. And, like, even if it wasn't to them, that was, like, very rude. And he didn't do anything to you. No, he simply wanted to talk. Yeah. It's It was a whole thing. Um... Anything else you guys wanted to hit on? No. I don't think so. Fun trial. Shall we, shall we do some ratings? You want to do ratings or awards first? I don't know if we're, there are awards to do other than hot take. Because there's like so few left. Like There's seven of them. So like, who's going to get the Purple Kelly? Like, three well, we of didn't them do Purple were Kelly. In... We didn't do Purple Kelly last week. Are we just going to do favorite player, favorite moment? Yeah. So just favorite those player, two, and then favorite hot take. moment, hot take. Okay. Should we still do hot takes? I feel like hot takes are... There's no hot takes anymore unless you're predicting who's going out. All right, let's not do hot takes then. Favorite player, favorite moment. <laughs> this feels so weak, but whatever. I still want to... <laughs> What's the order? <laughs> Who went... Did you? I don't remember. I don't know. I honestly She probably went second. She's just lying to us, but... Uh, uh, yeah, wouldn't be the first time, Monica. Um, hey, Nathan, why don't you go first? Monica, you go second. I'll go third. All right, well, I mean, my favorite player is obviously Tony, right? Not obviously. Maybe he's not your favorite, but... <laughs> yeah, he was funny. That's it. Do you want more? <laughs> Monica. Uh, Jeremy. Maybe this segment is dead. <laughs> Who would I pick? Everybody else sucks. I'm just gonna you can pick Nathan Michelle. Mad. Ben. Ben's my favorite. Stop it. No. Uh, Do a real moment. one. Uh, when Ben finds the idol, because I love Ben, and he's the best. Monica, so you, what's your favorite Are you just moment? boycotting these awards now? Is that what this is? No, those are real. I love I love him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Favorite moment? Yep. Yeah, Nathan, I'm sticking with those. I see that face. <laughs> Just any moment in the episode. It could be a line. It can be a uh, something. <laughs> someone okay, it'll be a line. After My real favorite moment is no, you're not just safe tonight. Wait, is that your actual favorite moment? Yeah, for sure. When Jeremy was like, Wait, you know, you're not just I safe tonight. To say something. I know. Right, I get saying? to go first. Go ahead, Monica. 
My favorite that moment it? is when Tony asked Jeff if he could okay. have, if he could eat some of those cookies. Oh, that was mine. <laughs> that whole segment was mine. Hey, Jeff, can I eat too? <laughs> no, you want immunity. Um. Uh, oh, man. I don't. What is my favorite moment now? Oh, this is a bummer. Um, my favorite moment was when. What other funny moments were there? Give me some ideas. You had some down, right? That was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going with that one. Because Tony, what does he say? He goes, he goes, why is there a night bird or something like that? <laughs> why is a bird at night, man? <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> this is, like, stupid. Like, what are you talking about? A bird at night. Okay. There's there's the awards. Was that so bad, Tony? <laughs> That's our last week of awards. I'm done. I'm sick oh, of but, putting up with. But next week's two hours. We'll have so much content to pick from. Oh. We can do our three favorite. Mo- All right, yeah. Uh, let's go into ratings. Ratings. What's the order for this one? Or it's not uh, an order because it's just. Yeah, it's just rate. We'll just continue to go in the same order. Um, let's do it. Well, I'll just pick the people. I'm just going to go in the order of how where they were sitting in tribal based on my head. So, let's start off with Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. And Nathan, why don't you lead us off? I am going to give Sarah... I want to pull up last week's ratings. Because I do feel like, I don't know, I think for me it helps seeing like... I rated her this last week, so I think she played better or worse, so I need to adjust it. That's just how I'm doing it. You can have your own system. I had her at a 5 last week. I'm pushing her up to a 7. I think this week was better for her. Uh, She wasn't blindsided. She's not, like, doing great, and I think, like I said, she is getting worn down, but I I don't think Tony's going to blindside her. I really don't. I think if it's up to Tony, he would take her to the end perhaps and so i think this duo is strong and i know i think i was wrong last week in assuming that they wouldn't vote together again i think you were probably more correct about your prediction that last week's alliance was an alliance and tony and sarah back together but we don't need to talk about that um i think she's she's gonna take that sound bite (laughs) i think she's doing fine and i think if anything tony's gonna get voted out before her unless he wins his way to the end and so I think it's good that she has him as a shield, perhaps. So, I think she's doing fine. Monica? Um, I am going to stick with my vote from my rate from last week, which is a 7. So, I'm going to keep for the time. Um, I feel like she's been playing a steady game. And, yeah. I just want... I feel, sorry, I'm like summing over my words. But... Same as last week. I feel like she is a little bit above average this week with this episode, so I'm going to keep her at a 7. Alright. Let me give her a 4. I just don't see her as being in control. She's just along for the ride in a lot of these moments. Um, In in the past few weeks, but especially this week, it was just, she was manipulated to make, like, she didn't make that read. Which honestly bumped her up because a part of me wanted to like do a three, but if she made, really made that read that Kim smirked, like that's enough to bump her up to a four. But I just don't think she's playing a winning game, um, 
And the fact that she's worn down, like, it's not going to get easier from here. It's going to get harder. And is she going to be able to handle that? I I mean, probably, but we'll see. Um, next, we'll go Michelle. Uh, I feel like I, I have to give Michelle, like, a five because she's not doing anything bad. But she's not doing anything good. No, I'm going to give her a four as well because she... Uh, just because she, like, refused to even try to help Jeremy, or at least it showed that she was just like, oh, I'm just going to vote for Jeremy and give him this, and that's enough. She didn't even try to, like, be a part of helping save him and didn't and just continued to vote against him, which showed me that she wasn't super aware of what was happening, and Jeremy didn't trust her enough to tell her. Michelle, go. Or Monica, talk to us about Michelle. That's me. I'm going to give Michelle, she kind of bothered me in this episode. I don't know why. Um, I'm going to bump her down to a six from last week. I just feel like, I don't know why, but she's really annoying me. I know she might make it to the top to be in like that top three, but a part of me just feels like she does not deserve that spot. So, Get her. Get her. Wait, what'd you say you gave her? You gave her a six. Is it a six or a three? Okay. Oh, no. Monica. Could you cut that, please? All right, I'm also going to give Michelle a seven. Also as in, also for me, the same score I gave Sarah. Uh, I, I, I don't think she's playing a bad game. I think she's playing a very good social game. Perhaps maybe one of the best because I don't, I don't think anyone's targeting her. Like, yes, I agree. She's not doing things that are going to be like, like, she hasn't had a winning game yet for me. Like if she made it to the end, depending on who she goes against, I would not feel comfortable saying like, I think she played the better game. And yes, her reads aren't great, but I think week by week, I don't know, like she's not playing a bad game in my mind, and she's playing a very similar game that won her the game last time. Um, I think with the whole Jeremy thing, I yeah, I, I see what you mean, but I, I think in a lot of ways, I don't I don't think Jeremy is like that hurts her relationship with Jeremy. Like she gave him an mm-hmm. advantage, so I think like that's still pretty solid, and I think if anything, like now she's on the quote-unquote bottom with Denise, even though I don't think she's going to be a target next week. So I think she has a lot of different ways where she can work her way in. She has a lot of different relationships she can maneuver around. So, I yeah, I'm hopeful, but I do... She's starting to creep on that Kim level for me where it's like I need her to do something because I can't just keep saying I like her as a player. I mean, I, I could, but like I need her to do something to justify why I want her to do well. So do something. I, uh, this is uh, unrelated. Well, it's related. I was talking to coworker Nick today and there's the shout out. Yeah. I earlier, I said, I was talking to some people. It was him and Mary. Um, but I was talking to him and I was like, man, I feel like I'm in the same place with Jeremy that he is. He was with Kim where like he kept rating her high and thinking she was better than she was hopeful look because he was hopeful that she was going to do something and she just hadn't done anything and Mm -hmm. i feel like it's easy to be that way with the players that we like like with tyson 
I wanted Tyson, I like wanted him to win, so I kept rating him high, even though he didn't necessarily deserve it. Um, but next, yeah, and, let's... and I'm I'm doing the same thing with Michelle, where I'm writing exactly, all this yeah. fiction of like I want her to be yeah <laughs> in a secret alliance with Nick, where maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't care. Where there's no evidence to support such a thing. <laughs> there's uh, evidence. There is. I'll show you. Who's next? Go with Denise. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, perfect. My favorite person. I'm giving Denise a two. And the only reason it's not a one is because she won immunity. I don't think she's playing a winning game at all. She was handed immunity. I just want to make sure that we're uh, you, Okay, clear. yes. Very fair point. If it wasn't for she peanut was butter. She gifted immunity. If it wasn't for peanut butter, Kim probably might have won. Michelle could have won. I don't know. I really wanted Michelle to win when it was Michelle and Denise. Because Kim stepped out immediately. But anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. And again, like, she's just jury management, not great. I think the jury sees how she's reacting. She's on the bottom of the numbers uh, again. And unlike Michelle, I think she's not doing a very good job socially with, like, players. Like, who's her, now that Kim's gone, who is her ally? I don't know. Michelle, I guess? Nick? Does she, does she just go with that three and just, like, try to make that work? She's not working with Jeremy anymore. She's not working with Tony, Ben, Sarah. I don't I don't know what she does from here unless she just like unless she just sinks into the background and becomes such a non-threat that she floats her way to the end. I don't know. It's a 2. Yeah, I'm going to give Denise a 4. Uh, I had her at a 6 last week, but I feel like she deserves a 4 because um I mentioned this earlier. I think I did. But She's been kind of laying low as well. And, yeah, she won immunity, so she was safe this round. But um, she could have had another big move, and I know Nathan said no to that. But after we saw her big move, she's been kind of on the DL. So, yeah, a little below average for me. I'm going to give Denise a one. I don't think Denise has been on the right side of a vote since she voted out Sandra. And even then, oh, she was yeah. going to be on the wrong wrong side of the vote, except for the fact that she played an idol. She just doesn't, she hasn't, like, nobody has aligned with her. Like, looking back, I can't think of any of them. Tyson, she wasn't on the right side of the vote. Did she vote for oh, Wendell? I'm, I'm going to look right now. I got to see this. I'm pretty sure since the merge, um, and the only vote she was a part of before the merge was that. She Okay, so she voted for Wendell. She voted, she didn't vote for Adam. Yeah, which I, was intentional. She knew Adam was going home, but it was like a respect thing, I think, and also to split the vote. Um, Why does it say that she didn't vote for... She didn't vote oh, at all. Oh, Sarah stole her vote. Yep. Yep, and then she voted for Jeremy. You're right. Wendell was the last time she was on the right side of the numbers. Okay, so maybe not when she voted out Sandra. But it's like she just isn't in the numbers and people... And this week I think she was going to be in the numbers. I think Jeremy was going to be like, this is who we're voting for. But no, she had to be like, oh, shut up. Like, you're leaving. Like, leave me... It was like, calm down. Like, that's not how you play a good social game. You have to... Granted, I've never been out there. I can't speak to, like, the pressure and the stress. But, like, you have to keep yourself under control. Sarah, too. You have to, like constantly and if you i don't know she just doesn't seem like she's not doing anything she was handed immunity 
um, and being handed immunity isn't enough for me. And she's not a target because she doesn't do anything. Like, no one's worried about losing to her. Everybody that's a target right now but and people she, talk about it, they're worried about the losing to. She took I know, out the queen. Nathan, and I loved it. That was probably my favorite moment of the season. But it just doesn't... That was honestly the most florid I've been all season. Anyways, a one. Sorry, Denise, <laughs> you seem like a really nice lady. Come on the pod and defend, your, defend yourself. I also went a little Boston pod. Um... Denise, all right, let's go with Nick. I'm going to give my dude Nick a six. I'm going to give Nick a six. I feel like he's actually been on the right side of votes. He He's actually playing. He's working with the right people. And even though he lied to Tony, like, they still pulled him in for this vote. And honestly, like he is benefiting from all the chaos and he's not he's a bigger target than denise and michelle yet still nobody is talking about him and i think he's more of a threat to win than ben is so he's at least fourth out of seven which isn't great but it's better than being that's potentially top three material and he could win the game if he was in it with the right people um i think one thing that was worth noting from the final tribal is wendell said something like yes go nick or, like, keep talking, Nick, or keep going, Nick, or something. Like, he has somebody who's rooting for him on the jury. And that can be so major. Because Wendell could be selling everybody on a game that Nick is playing that maybe he's not even playing. Um, and that sounds like something Wendell would do. So I think Nick's in a good spot. I'm going to give him a six. Wow, you had some, like, really good content from that reasoning behind your rank there, Tony. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give Nick five again i feel like he's right in the middle for me playing it safe and also playing it not so safe by sharing some information so yeah i'm just gonna keep him in the middle still deciding how i feel about him so i'm just gonna give him a 50 out of 50 i'm gonna give nick uh i'm gonna give him an eight <laughs> that might be high but i like his positioning i similar to the way michelle is playing Except he's in on the votes, so I gotta give him higher. I think he knows this type of game is best for him, and I said it because he's he's won the most recent season, so I think that suits him best. Um, but I like that he has a relationship with almost everyone in some sense, like this thing with Denise and with Michelle. Like whether or not it's real, it could be real to them, um, and so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm confident on him. So, that's an eight for Nick. Nathan, what would you give Ben? It's got to be a high rating. I think we all know that. Yeah, well, it's higher than a one last week for sure. I'm going to give him a four. It's bumping up, and here's why. He found an idol. That's good for his game, especially when you're in the seven. That can at least get him to the final six if he's good. You know, like, I mean, that's it's good. It's good for his game. Um, I'll give him credit, too. He was on the right side of the vote. Now, the vote didn't go where he wanted to, it to go because he wants Jeremy out, but I got to give him a four. Yeah, I'm going to give Ben. I'm going to bump him up to a five for this week um, just because I feel like 
been pretty steady this whole time. And I feel like after finding that idol, um, again, being on the right side of the vote, I feel like he's been doing a really good job at listening to what other people have to say and knowing the right way to go. So, 50-50 for Ben. Fair enough. Uh, I think I'm going to give Ben a... Mm, it's tough. I think I have to go right in the middle as well and give him a five. Uh, I want to give him a little bit higher of a score because he does have the idol, and I don't think he's going to be a target anytime soon. But I can't give him any higher any higher of a score. I want to give him a lower score because I don't think he has any shot to win. I don't think the jury respects his game at all. Um, in this episode, we had Parv and the jury as she was looking at him staring down Tony and Jeremy as they were whispering like, Look at Ben staring at them. He's a joke to the jury. So yeah. he, he has no shot. So I'm going to go right in the middle because I think he's going to make it there or close, but I don't think he's going to get it. Uh, Tony, I mean, how can you give... I'm going to... I'm going to give him a 9 this week. Uh, and the only reason it's a 9 is because what I mentioned earlier about him... Uh, like, it's easy to make these big moves when there's not much risk involved and there's no chance that you go home. So it, it's just, yes, he's winning these immunities, and that's worth something. And a 9 is still great, but I just I want to see how he plays when the, his back is up against the wall. Uh, I'm going to give him a 10. Uh, I still think he's a solid player. One immunity again. Um, has really control over this game. It's crazy to see, so I'm keeping him at a 10. I'm going to bump him down to a 9 as well, mostly because comparing it to last week, I think last week was almost a perfect week. Mm. As as perfect of an episode, I think, that any single player has had. Um, and I think this week, it wasn't bad. It was still the best person this week. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it was better than last week. I don't think it was as good as last week. Not for any specific reason, but I think like he's just, I don't know. Um, maybe that's a bad reason, but I'm just, no, that's it. It's a nine. Then hit us with Jeremy, the last one. All right, Jeremy, uh, I'm going to keep him. I don't want to do this, but it's only fair. I'm going to keep him at a six like I did last week. Uh, just because I think, like I said earlier, the biggest reason he's here is because people like Tony are letting him stay here which sounds bad and i do think he's playing some part of it so i'm gonna give him above 50 percent here um and i want to see him make some moves and so i i don't think he's playing a bad game i just think he could be doing more and i think he's but it's hard because he's doing as much as he can (laughs) i get that because no one's talking to him uh but he's he's still on the outside i think and I, i i'm not confident of his positioning for next week yeah, I'm going to give Jeremy a 7. I'm going to keep him at the same as I did before. Um, I just feel like Jeremy, yes, has been playing a good game, but like I said, still kind of hanging on by a thread the last couple weeks. Um, but I still think he's such a solid player. Of If he's hanging on, he's obviously doing something good. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep him at a 7. I feel like he might bump up a little bit more for me later on. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I can't decide, honestly, between a 6 and a 7, so since I like him, I'm going to go with a 7. I think there's a lot to be said about being at the bottom and still surviving and um, trusting Tony, even though, like, he really has no business doing so. Like, I I don't know why he trusts Tony as much as he does, 
but it's worked out for him. Um, and making the read of not playing the advantage and trusting that he convinced he with Tony successfully convinced people to not vote for him. Um, I, I think he's been playing well, and it it says a lot that he's survived the last three tribal councils when he's been the primary target every single time, even if it was somebody else that was helping him. Love it. That's our ratings. Yep. Yeah. Agree, disagree. Mm -hmm. That's how we feel. (laughs) All right. Well. Ooh, worth noting. Jeff's uh, commentary of The Whispering was quite amusing. Like the horse race? Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. I wonder if, I, I had a feeling a lot of people online are saying even Jeff is getting sick of The Whispering. So he's just like, come on, like, so... Which is fair, because yeah. I think, like, Tribal Council used to be a place where he used to talk to players about their game, and now people are just whispering behind his back. Mm-hmm. Poor Jeff. <laughs> He's getting... You think he quits after this year? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Rob steps in his place and becomes the new host? I don't think that'd work. I don't think Rob would, because that's so much time away from family. Anyways, guys, quit sending these hearts. They're so long. What is happening? All right, let's end this. I got to go see an Elon Musk shuttle or something. I don't really know. Is Michael there or something? No, it's my wife that's excited about it. Weird. Elon Musk. I said your last name. I don't know if you're okay with that. Feel free to bleep that. I just got doxxed. All right, that's it for this episode. Sorry, David. more episodes, visit notgameallpersonal.com. Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, anywhere, really. Until next week, uh, I'm Nathan. This is Tony Monica. We will see you later. See ya. Bye.